Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. In the bedroom at the Lane Farm to which she was brought after Randy rescued her several days before, Lisa Fenner stood at the mirror, carefully arranging her hair. Two days of rest, nourishing food, and Aunt Mary's sympathetic understanding had made a great change in Lisa. Today she felt more cheerful than she had in months. For the first time, the feminine desire to look her best had reasserted itself. She'd chosen her most attractive frock from the suitcase Aunt Mary's son had brought to her from the hotel in Wakefield. Now, as she adds a last touch of makeup, she notices with pleasure that the dark circles under her eyes, the drawn lines around her mouth, have almost disappeared. There is a gentle knock at the door. Come in. Poor Lisa. You're up? Yes, I felt so much better. Oh, I'm so glad, my dear. And you look just lovely in that yellow dress. Thank you, Aunt Mary. This is the first time in ages I've cared very much one way or the other. I know it means I'm better. (laughs) In the hospitals, they say the first time a woman asks for a mirror, they know she's going to recover. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it makes me very happy to see you looking so cheerful. Oh, Aunt Mary, how can I ever thank you? Why should you thank me for something that you've done yourself? You just lost yourself temporarily. Yes, I suppose I had. That first night I came, it didn't seem possible that I'd ever find my way back either. But now... Well, at least I can hope it might be. There's no might be about it. I'm very proud of you, Lisa. I only wish I could live up to your belief in me, Aunt Mary. I'd like to make you feel your confidence hasn't been wasted. If you really feel like that, there is a way. How? Well, you've told me quite a lot about your work. You're dancing. Oh, my dancing, yes, but that was a long time ago. It's finished now. Somehow, I don't believe it is. (laughs) It may seem that I'm getting beyond my depth when I talk about it. A woman who's lived on a farm most of her life. (laughs) And yet, uh, I have a feeling about your work, Lisa. I have a feeling the answer to your problem lies in getting back to it. But I couldn't, Aunt Mary... Well, I haven't danced for over a year now, not since Lance and I separated. I I wouldn't know how to begin. I've lost track of the people I used to know. I'm out of touch with everything. But couldn't you get started again? Nobody would give me an engagement. I've never danced alone. It was always with Lance. Just the same. I've an idea. I think I know of a way. Lisa, will you do as I say? Will you give it a try? I'm not at all sure it will work, Aunt Mary. I don't want to let you down. You've helped me so much. Then you will? Yes, Aunt Mary, I will. And I'll do my very best to justify your faith in me. Aunt Mary didn't go into the details of her plan then. She tried to persuade Lisa to go into the living room or perhaps take a little walk around outside. But the girl insisted shyly that she wasn't quite ready to meet the rest of the family saying she preferred to sit by the window in the bedroom and read the novel Peggy had sent in to her by Aunt Mary. 
Now, Aunt Mary goes downstairs where she finds Lefty Larkin pouring over a seed catalog. Well, Lefty, aren't you a little ahead of yourself? Uh, because I'm figuring out what to plant next spring? Mm-hmm. Oh, shucks, no. By the time I look at all the pictures and read all the pros and cons on every single flower, I'll be lucky if I get through in time. <laughs> well, I do hope the flocks will do well this year. I'll never forget the wonderful mass of color they made last summer. Yeah. Yeah, I thinned them out last fall. May set them back a little. I want to put some larkspur in to fill out the delphinium bed. <laughs> delphinium. Weren't they beautiful last year? Oh, my, yes. <laughs> Remember that little verse Peggy used to recite? <laughs> there once was a dormouse who slept in a bed of delphinium blue and geraniums red. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, by the way, did you remind Peggy to stop in at Swanson's for the things Lisa wanted? Yeah, yeah she made out a list. Uh, how's Mrs. Fenner feeling today, huh? Well, I'm so encouraged, Lefty. When I went in, she was all dressed up. She had on a little yellow dress that looked charming on her. She tidied up the room and was going to sit by the window and read for a while. Hey, that does sound like she's out of the woods. Yes. It did me good to see a little color in her cheeks. She was so dreadfully white when Randy carried her in that night. Yeah. Uh, has she told you any more about what's bothering her? Well, I think I know pretty much what her background's been. She spoke quite a lot about her husband. They were dancing partners. That's how they earned their living. Mm, dancers, huh? Uh, what kind of dancing? Well, it seems they did that uh, exhibition ballroom dancing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, did she keep on after she and her husband split up? No, no, she didn't. That's the trouble. Apparently, she was so used to dancing with him that she didn't feel she could make a go of it by herself. I lost her nerve, I guess. Exactly. Lefty, I've been thinking a lot about it. And I think I know a way to help her get it back. You mean to get, get her started dancing again? Yes. Oh, gosh, Aunt Mary. I know you're up to almost any sort of emergency. But when it comes to glamour girls and careers... I know, I know. It may sound as if I'm attempting more than I can handle, but I don't think it is. Lefty, I'm sure Del Shipley can help Lisa. Del? Yes, Del. Now, now, Lefty, stop looking like a thundercloud. Well, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. I can't even mention Del's name without... You know how I feel about that woman, Aunt Mary. The way she treated Peggy. Over trouble in Chicago. That's all water under the bridge now, Lefty. I never have agreed with your blaming Dell about that. She was only being loyal to you. Dell thought Peggy was guilty, being shielded by you, and she believed in your innocence. Now you can't blame her for that. I can't forget it either. Regardless, this is one of the times when personal considerations don't matter, compared with getting another person started on the way toward happiness. Uh, what makes you so certain that being a dancer again will make that girl happy, Aunt Mary? Mm, it isn't just a matter of her dancing again, Lefty. It has a lot to do with her regaining confidence in herself, finding out she can take care of herself, be independent. You see, Lisa depended on Lance, her husband, a great deal. Evidently, he always made the arrangements, decided where they'd go, what music they'd use, and all that sort of thing. She just left everything to him. And that was all right, then. What sort of a guy was he, this, this Lance? From what I can learn, he's essentially a very nice person. But they were both awfully young. Their success went to his head a little, I guess. And Lisa was too hasty. 
You mean it was her idea that they should separate? Well, maybe it wasn't so clean-cut as that, but she does seem to wish she'd been more patient at the time. That perhaps the thing would have blown over if she had been. You think there's any chance they might get together again? I don't know about that, Lefty. But I do know there's a much better chance of it if Lisa regains her confidence in herself, finds out she can have a career of her own, in spite of the fact that she doesn't have Lance to lean on. Well, maybe you're right. Size Lefty, I can't help feeling it's more than accidental. Lisa's coming to Wakefield, ending up in this house. How so? There's some connection, but I... I can't make out what it is. What was she looking for? Why did she come? She hasn't given you any hint about that, has she? No. Except that she mentioned Kit Mead's name. Kit Mead? Yes. When I asked her about it, she refused to say another word. But I have a feeling that Kit Mead has something to do with this whole thing. Well, not necessarily, Aunt Mary. It might be just an accident. I don't think so. Of course, there may be nothing in it at all. But I have a premonition about it. Lefty, I don't want to lose touch with Lisa Fenner. Yes, Aunt Murray. If only you have faith in your own conviction about Kit Mead's connection with this young dancer to whom you have given shelter. For even though Lisa seems determined to forget about Kit, to forget that she ever had a child, a child which is now in Kit's possession, perhaps if you are patient, Lisa may lead you to the truth. Lisa is very determined, but, well, I wonder if through you, Aunt Mary, this determination will weaken. <laughs> 